It's your girl British and welcome to the what the British experience and where we talk about everything not just tea and crimpage you know let's step into our greatness together so um this is episode eight I believe um and we're gonna talk about never giving up um I want to get personal in this episode and hopefully somebody can relate or um be inspired by some of the stuff that I'm putting in action for my life and I hope to help for other people um, never giving up, I feel like it's something that we all should never do because it becomes hard for us, um, especially us in the, we just graduated a few years ago, we're trying to figure out who we really are, what we really want to do, and we never um, stop building ourselves and becoming the person that we are supposed to be in life. Um, it's, ver- it's real, 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 real hard to um, not fall in line with the things that we're not supposed to do when they seem like the things that we're supposed to be doing, if that makes sense. Um, that that comes into play with relationships and friendships and um, just things in general in our lives that we got to let go. Um, and that doesn't tie into what the title of the actual episode is, which is Never Giving Up. Sometimes you got to let stuff go. And before I even start, I wanted to read something that was on my heart this morning that I wrote on um, Facebook because I feel like um, it was just on my heart and I was on Facebook earlier, but I wrote, sometimes you just have to let them people go. The history doesn't matter. The time doesn't matter. If the present person isn't um, if the present person isn't motivating, supporting, or inspiring you, let them go. And I was talking to my girlfriend and she was like, where'd that come from? And this is a newer girlfriend and she doesn't know like me like back in the day needing that push on a daily um the british where i was just angry and was holding in um a lot of hurt and half the time that hurt and that that sorrow was coming from the people that was around me and it wasn't even my own problems it was just like i'm helping this friend with her issues so i'm pulling all the bad energy out of her but i feel like when the energy don't have nobody else to go to it's going to go to me you feel what i'm saying so um I had to let a lot of that stuff go, and I I recently, like, came to grips talking to a therapist and talking to people that I trust with my feelings. Like, I had to let certain people go no matter what we did in the past, no matter what the history was, no matter how good it was. It's just like, do I need that around me? Like, what is them being around me going to benefit me today? Like, not because they were around. What would they bring to me today? And a lot of times people say, oh, that's selfish, and... That's not um, loyal and that's not um, a legit friendship because friends go through things. But I'm al- always a, a person where coming, becoming um, consistent and being consistent is very, very big for me. Like, I feel like um, a lot of my old friendships where um, they go through things and the outcome wasn't so great. And I was like, I kept falling in line going back to those friendships because of... I became a slave to my loyalty. Like, oh, Brit, you got to forgive her. You got to have these boys around you because they your guys that um, had you, you know, around and they took care of you when, when situations occurred. But it's like, 
a lot of times they only took care of the situation or, or me or whatever the issue was because they felt like if I didn't, it wouldn't have been a friendship. They didn't do it genuinely from their heart. They weren't um, genuine friends to me. And, it, and it, it clicked with me the other day when I had this conversation with my friend. Like, are we friends with people because of the bond or we are we friends with people for our selfish um needs and when when I asked her that I was and I and I checked my friend and I'm like yo like why are we friends like what do you feel like I do for you and I couldn't even be like not blunt with her because I I was like I feel like we've been friends for like a couple years now and I feel like it's nothing that I feel like today I would miss if we stopped speaking and it wasn't in a mean way, but she uh, she understood where I was coming from because it's like, I love you, don't get me wrong. And I say that all the time about somebody I'm not cool with. There's never any bad blood. It's just not new new blood. You don't want to keep somebody around because y'all been friends for 10 years, for 12 years, for since y'all was little. I'm not saying that y'all, y'all can't hang out or like have general conversation. You got to have beef and not speak, but you can't continue to keep them around just because of that like what's the what's the motive what's the reason what are you doing to benefit our friendship and then each other independently like what are you doing with your life that I can look at and say damn like my friend doing that damn thing like I want to I want to I want to be up on her level and I want to make motivate somebody else and we don't people don't have that people just around like I would hate to have somebody around me that I feel like we just gossip or we just laughing and being on other people like don't get me wrong that's wonderful things to do that i think it's funny and like y'all got that type of bond but that shouldn't be it like and i feel like all the time like everybody got their own definition of a friend but at the same time you and your friends gotta have that honest communication where it's like a code that y'all two know like i know if i got friends today that i know that if we in a fight that homegirl not gonna jump in but I know that her, she going, she, she not going to fight, but she going to do, she going to be there. Like she going, she going not, she going to make sure I'm good no matter what. You feel what I'm saying? But I know that fighting is not her forte and I would never make her come out of her box and fight physically if it wasn't, it wasn't for her. You know, I, I'm, I would be the fighter for her because that's the same person that I am. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like dumb type where me and her have the understanding like that girl need me i'm there i need her she there is not so much of the negative when i talk to her in our friendship and that's one of the things that this year especially i learned that i feel like me losing everything in a house fire that i did it made me shed everything that i felt like i didn't have like i had old clothes where i would remember old friends like damn she bought this for me like let me text her or um, like things from my house that I was thinking about, like, damn, we had this up at Cheney and me and her, the whoop, the whoop, the whoop, like that's my friend. Whereas though, it's not that I'm like putting our friendships to death, but it's like, I can't keep it around just to keep it around. Like I'm blocking my blessings because I keep having the same experiences and friends because I won't let the certain things that's, that's bringing me down. No matter if it's negative or if it's sour or not, why is it there? You feel what I'm saying? Like you can't, and that's what I'm saying. You can't, like, I'm not saying never, never speak to them again. Never, you know, never be nice to them. But it's like, you holding on to something that's not worth holding on to. And I had to learn recently a real, real bad lesson. Like, you can't talk other people into making you feel bad about your own feelings. If you don't want to talk to these people, don't talk to them. If you don't want these people around you, don't be, don't be around them. 
And they got to deal with how they ever they deal with it. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like you can't let other people dictate how you live and how you move. No matter if they're your friends or not. Yeah, I, I take my friends' opinions. And yeah, I take the people that's around me feelings. And I put and I think about it. But I'm not ever going to change my opinion on something because my friends wanted me to feel like that. You feel what I'm saying? Now, if they give me a, a, um, a suggestion and I, I resonate and I think about it. If I want to move like that, then yeah, and I see where they're coming from. But we can always, always disagree to disagree. Like, I'm not ever going to change who I am just to fit into a friendship. That was never me. I think that God made me plus size for that reason. Because I was never supposed to be put in a box at all. And even with, like, um, one of the things that I want to talk about on this podcast that's really, really important to me. And I was hoping that somebody else will join us um, with me two is to actually be responsible for our goals like we got to have a check-in partner we got to have somebody that we can hit up and be like yo i'm having a bad day i just need some encouraging words and when we got to become accountable for ourselves because even still we see so many other cultures and um and other groups of people that have different um backgrounds than us stick together no matter if they right or they wrong and it's like we don't take account for our people like, it's like, all right, they messed up, uh, F them. Like, they not, they not worth it. These people don't know what they're doing. Like, they, they, they can't be black. They can't be, they can't be this type of person. They can't be like me. Whereas though, like, we were just talking about this yesterday and my girlfriend, the guy that killed, um, Eric Garner, the, the old head that got choked out in New York. Like, he, the police officer killed him. He was sitting on death duty for five years since he passed. He recently got fired from the, from being a police officer and, like white people was rallying around for him like rallying um they they had a gofundme page to raise money for him to pay for um his uh like his paycheck for the next couple years and all that like they even if he right or wrong they was still rocking with him you know what i'm saying and half the time i'd be thinking well my my homegirl was like do you think that it's race driven i'm like nah but at the same time that's like to them they are one Whereas though I feel like we should be one, you feel what I'm saying? Where it don't always gotta be beef, and it don't always gotta be, oh yeah, they did it, f them. Like, and don't get me wrong, he what he did was messed up, and I'm not taking away from that he killed somebody that should not be dead right now. But at the end of the day, those people stood by him. You feel what I'm saying? Like we don't support those even when they wrong. We always on the come up. We never we never sit back and 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 put people under their wing when they need help and guidance. We so easy to throw people out. You feel what I'm saying? And then when they come back on the come up, it's like, oh, I never said that. Like, we were just talking about, um, my, me and my friends, we talk about a whole bunch of weird stuff. But we were talking about Tiger Woods. Like, people doubted him. And it was so crazy because when he won, all them videos, like, yeah, he not going to be nothing. He'll never win another, um golf championship. He'll never be nothing. He'll never, he'll never make that amount of money no more. This man surpassed all that. And then having to look them in their face and laugh, like, you said I wasn't going to do nothing. Don't pipe me up now, bro. Like, you was on the back burner. Don't do that. And it's crazy to me because it's like, yo, and it was black people that really was doing it. Like, and I understand he said he ain't black or whatever. Here, yeah, brother. So, and, and again, like, it was white people too. I ain't going to lie. But at the end of the day, it was like, damn, like, I would have been like, yo, he messed with shorty. He messed with all them shorties. And what I did learn, this is one, one thing that y'all got to realize about me. I researched. So, I didn't know that he had, like, back surgeries and broke his back and all that and you're not supposed to be you know playing golf after that but he did and he won like i think that's phenomenal and then it's like i don't never like get into other people's business per se because i feel like i should never put my business in something that i don't know like i don't know nothing about his backstory i don't know nothing about his back injuries and none of that like i just know that he played golf and he was one of the only black people that i ever seen play golf besides steve harvey 
and um Bernie Mac and that was on a TV show you feel me so it was like I that's where I was coming from so um just the story of never giving up no matter what people say like we gotta stay to that like for me I was just telling my girlfriend the other day like I was told like oh Bernie you're you'll never be um I'll never I'm gonna give y'all a few stories um uh, things that stick out to me about me never giving up um I will remember I think I was in high school I was in like maybe 10th grade 11th grade and you know how people got like burn books or whatever and I was always one of the, the guys or whatever so it, it just so happened that I had the book I had you know they was passing around a book or whatever oh the guys made the book about the girls and what, 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 what everybody girls said what all the guys said about the girls so we looking at it we looking at it, we looking at it we in um free period <clears throat> and I'm looking for my name y'all I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking I'm like damn I'm not even in the book like am I in the boys book and I was laughing I'm flipping, I'm flipping, I'm flipping. It was like the rate, um, one to ten, um, the things they like about them and the things they need to work on. No lie. Um, I flipped it, I flipped it, I flipped it. I'm at the back page, like maybe it was like the the um it was a papers and it was fold it was staple. I was on the back page, like on the left hand side, and it was like Brit, um a, a seven, she I um she funny she rough and what she got to work on is her weight and to me i always been heavier than everybody else and for a minute like i don't think that i was ever like actually comfortable who i was when i was growing up because i was always talked about my weight no matter what it was if i was good grades if i was um like a good person it just always came back to my weight and recently, I just became to a point that, not even recently, maybe in school, like in college, that I realized, like, bro, I'm dope no matter what. Like, never give up. Like, you you bomb. Like, I just always, ever since that day, and I read that book, and I was talking to my homeboy, and I'm like, this is really what they felt about me? And he felt bad because he like, damn, like, now all the girls is going to look at all of us like that's how we feel when it's only a couple guys that got together as females. You get what I'm saying? On a female tip, like, let's make an anonymous book about the girls in our school. And it wasn't a lot of girls in our school, so you had to know the people that you was talking about. You feel me? So that was one of the issues. And I'm like, man, I ain't, I let it, I ain't going to hold you for make, maybe like two periods. Um, to this day, I love this teacher to death. Um, her name is Miss um, Miss Baker at the time. It's like Marlboro or something. She changes who now. Changed back to her main name. Um, she was like, Brittany, like, you really one of the most caring and, and like genuine people I ever met. And this is a, a teacher, OG to this day. She was like, "You're beautiful. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you care for? Like, these guys at this school don't have nothing they can offer you because they not looking at you. They looking past you because of something that they feel like everybody around them in that circle is not cute." You feel what I'm saying? Like, you don't have that characteristic that they're looking for in a girlfriend or somebody that they, they take seriously. They talking about these girls is sexy and they want to do this and they, they favorite parts of they butts and da-da-da-da. And I thought about it. I'm like, damn, like, these the people that I want to, you know, to be, um, to be judging me, like, for me to be judging myself about how they feel. And ever since then, like... I used to go to her crying about everything. Like, and that's one thing people don't know about me. Like, sometimes I can get really, really sensitive. And, and I never used to cry it just to her. Like, she was the only person besides my guidance counselor that actually seen me cry. Because I, I used to hold in a lot of stuff. And I used to, and people used to be like, oh, she mad all the time. It's like, nah, bro, I'm trying to hold these tears in. So I get to Miss Baker class or I get to Miss, um, to, uh, 
to the guidance counselor like i'm 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 tr- i'm trying to get left alone like just leave me alone it was like a wall so after that i was good at t- talk to her i got over that and then um when i was going to school um i got scholarships to go to go to cheney or whatever and i'll never forget um i was going i had my papers i had a 3-4 gpa i was in all the clubs um i was rocking bomb bomb um application all that and I was um, going for a, another scholarship that was like full body scholarship. I didn't have to pay nothing, no books, no nothing. And um, I went for the interview. I'm sitting there. I always early. I'm sitting in the hallway, and I had my legs curled like on some feet, like tap, like oh yeah, she a lawyer type stuff, like legit. Like I'm legit. I'm legit. Suit, um, jacket, skirt, briefcase, all that, chilling. Um, and um, I hear chattering, like talking or whatever. So the guys, this guy went in, um, this other guy went in, this girl, and then, no, the the two guys went, I went, and then they told all of us to sit, um, out in the joint and then the girl. So I'm leaving and the girl go in or whatever. Um, I sit near the door this time, like where, where I came, I came, I sit right in, there in front of the doors. The guys, they um, they trembling, you know, talking like, "How you think you did?" I was nervous. Da da da. They talking to me, "How you think you did?" I'm like, "I'm, I aced it. Like, I'm, I'm good. Like, because I always had that mentality after that. Like, after talking to Miss Baker and I graduated, I'm cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a package. I worked on myself. I'm good. Don't nobody else got me. I got me. So the girl leave or whatever. So they like, I need we gonna pick one boy and one girl. So they ended up picking a one boy. Um, and they talking. I heard them talking for a long time. The one boy, he mad. He left the other one sitting there. He waiting for the other lady to come out with the paperwork. So I hear they talking. And the one guy was like, nah, we can pick her. But she don't got the image. He was like, if she had, if she, oh, I'm about to get emotional. If she looked as good as her presentation was, she'd be the ideal girl for the scholarship. Mind you, I left. I, I, and to this day, I always think about that. Cause I'm like, I, I wrote, I sat there when he was talking or whatever. And when he was coming out, I said, let me tell you something. And these is, these is like, um, like 30 year old white men in suits, like slick back hairstyle, old, um, lawyer type, um, OGs. Right. So I'm like, um, let me tell you something. If you're going to determine my worth by my size, I don't need nothing from you. And if you thought that you got to me to the point that I'm going to change who I am just to fit your image, you got me fucked up. And that was the words out of my mouth. I never, and it's crazy because I never told nobody this story. And in that moment, I wasn't upset. But you could see the 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 scared, like the, the oh, I fucked up on my face. Because for like maybe a week, week and a half... Like, they was calling my phone. Like, can we speak to such? I'm like, nah. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm really good. Like, I'm good. And in my head, I'm like, God, you don't need me. Yo, I don't need to have this joint because I know for a fact that 
if this is where you wanted me to be, you would have never wanted me to witness nothing like that. But in that moment, I learned that everybody ain't what you need them to be. And everybody ain't the best what they look like. Because to me, when I see them, I'm like, oh, geez, got their life together. They they going to pick us because, you know, I got the good package. I got the scholarships. I was in all the groups. Everybody, I got good reference letters. I'm I'm good. And I was thinking, I'm like, yo, like it's happening again. And I'm like, yo, there's no way that my, my weight can be an issue. Like, what is me being bigger than Shorty? That Because she had a conversation. We was outside rapping. And we talking. And she was just like, oh, I know you're going to get it. She wasn't dressed. She had on, like, like a, a V-neck shirt and a skirt. And, like, flip-flops or sandals. I think it was sandals or something. Like, the thong sandals. And she was like, I ain't even taking this seriously. I'm just here because my grandma told me to come and see if I can get it. And that was a straight answer from her. And I'm like, I ain't going to give up. I'm going to get it. And w- once I heard that, I looked at her. She was pretty. She, when I, because she, she was like, what's your GPA? Like, you know, you start to size up your competition. I'm like, oh, three, four. I'm like, I was on all of the, all the committees. I'm, um, I'm reliable. Like, I'm a leader. You know, I'm running down my resume. And she like, oh, I ain't do none of that. So in my head, I'm like, y'all about to pick this shorty over me. She don't got nothing on me. And in my head, now that I, I'm thinking, I'm like, I could have made a bigger impact if I would have stayed. But I, in my head, something just told me to go because I knew that if I would have acted a fool in that office, I'd have been locked up downtown. Like, I know I would have. And it's just like, I knew I was going to go to school. Like, I ended up getting scholarships, um, didn't pay nothing, almost nothing my first year. Like, I got blessed when I was supposed to be. I wasn't rushing and trying to become something that I'm not because I didn't look like what somebody else thought my potential was like I'm good and um the last thing I want to talk about another story I think it's funny um one of my um well he's not my homeboy no more one of my homeboys or whatever he quote unquote liked me right so um I, I gotta tell you all the time I got a, a, a get not a gang because I hate people say that but I got like a, a a circle of guy friends that I have or whatever and it was one that I always felt like, to me, I I took personal because our friendship was really, really like a dope friendship, like a legit dope ass friendship. And I felt like I took him personal because, you know, we all go through things, but I felt like nobody had him. Like it's always to me in my in my logic, in my mind, it's like, OK, you got friends, but people say oh I got friends they do this for me whoop de whoop de boop and it's like people was just I felt like these people were just hanging around this person my homeboy because of who he was and not what he was you feel what I'm saying I mean they was hanging with him for what he was and not who he was and it was like I felt like my homeboy needed them as like that black influence like that that brother I got you my nigga we we, we brothers I got you and they didn't do that and it was just like y'all left this man high and dry like legit out the dry wet as fuck soaking wet and y'all did not care and that's why i stepped up as a friend and it's just like after all the friendship things that i did it was just like and i think that's another reason why i was telling my um me and my friend e was talking my sister e was talking about that the other night with the man mix i'm like i feel like people misconstrue misconstrue when girls and guys are legit friends like when girls and guys are friends they misconstrue like her being nice to him or him being nice to her to make the outside looking in thinking that they go together because they had that strong bond and it's like this this guy like we was really cool and it's like that was my homeboy like even all my guys are are my guys no matter what 
But that one, I felt like he was out to be left high and dry and nobody gave a fuck. And I took it personal because it's like, that's your friend. You feel what I'm saying? And after that, they showed me that they really was not friends. Nobody care. I got you, bro. What you need? I'm there. Period. No questions asked. And fast forward, we had a conversation and i mean down the line down the line, a couple years later and homeboy really was like um we had conversations and at one point or another me and my homeboy um he told me like yo i like you and i was just like what are you like boy go ahead like not paying on no mind or whatever so years go by years go by and he told me like nah i never liked you so in my head it was it was coming slowly coming out because one of my other homeboys that said something about it and was like yeah come to find out um homeboy was just using you for you know for you helping him and he knew you was gonna be there and that's why i tell y'all now would never be in case emergency for nobody or nothing ever again but just because you was there and he knew if he called you and he needed something you was you was you was sending it you was giving it to him and it's just like um a couple years later for him to look me in my face and say like nah like I never liked you it's like okay either you lied to me today you're lying to me today or you lied to me back in the day just to get what you wanted in a friendship that you never was my friend so that made me think like you legit you just never matter you feel what I'm saying so that 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 part of my life was real real weird for me but i felt like it always inspired somebody because i was talking to a young girl the other day and she was saying how do i know if somebody really like you and i said he'll show you before he tell you and i and i'm a firm believer like if somebody gonna do something for you somebody love you somebody got you close to their heart and somebody dope like that then they gonna show you before they even open their mouth it ain't no reason for you to even question somebody actions because they're gonna always be consistent to how they act before they say anything and um with the whole lying situation, um, one of my homeboys apparently asked him, like, um, why, why you, you never liked her, but why, why was you around? He was like, oh, because she was always there, like, cause nobody else liked her. And when I tell y'all, like, I ain't even, it, I'm not even mad no more. That broke my heart, cause it's like, yo, like, my man's people was on your head, and I was like, legit, the one that constantly protected you and you was disrespecting me you feel what i'm saying so it's like now i feel bad because i had to work on that in therapy like you can't be putting that wall up with everybody like you will meet somebody that you will have to open up and be nice to and that really like had the that constantly thought in my process my, that thought in my mind like don't give up never give up don't give up that person for you gonna be there don't give up don't give up you're gonna find a friend that genuinely is gonna be your friend around you don't give up don't give up don't don't turn sour because somebody already put salt in your lemonade don't do that be be consistent be that be that dope person be that person that be that person that you needed in your life back in the day and never question it never look at it as something that you deserve to get back because not every energy that you give out is something that you deserve just take it on the chin that you did a good deed and that you move on with your life never try to check people and and you know harm the things that they do in their life regardless if it's good or bad we never can judge them on their journey so that's it for this weekend ha holla Hey y'all, it's your girl British, and just like every episode, I always do a freestyle on my um, episode, but this week I'm going to throw it back to one of my originals that I made up, and this one was made April 6, 2017. 
So, um, shout out to my sister, um, influence for me to write this about her. She was going through a bad time and I wanted to just motivate my friends. So I hope y'all enjoyed as much as she did. And it go a little something like this. Dude, dealing with the opposite of positive energy in the everyday environment. <laughs> now that I think about it, that's what I used to think dope meant. But she is dope and she's the complete opposite. She, much like others, face hardships more than successes, but you never know because a smile lights up others' darknesses. You wouldn't know her stresses because she had her hands on others' egos and often caressed them. And she was fire. Better yet, sis was lit. Because whenever you looked up unstoppable in a dictionary, there she was standing taller than the world trade, never bothered by the war of the worlds. Not even 9-11 had her shook, most like Pennsylvania searching for the last plane to land that never did. That's how her haters were standing around giving false information and putting negative energy into the minds of others who didn't even know her. Her beauty often misunderstood, but if she wasn't your cup of tea, she appreciated the cool drink you chose instead of her because no matter what, guess what? Sis was still her. People had seeds and wanted to help her grow, but it's always somebody in the garden pulling more than weeds in order to make themselves grow. But why compete? There's no competing with her because she, what she was, she was God-written. The hate in your heart should be bed-written and forgiven. And until we forgive ourselves, it's always slow songs and flower-bringing. Sitting over top of ourselves, looking at our flesh, comparing our fears more than our greatest successes, we must become her. Pain can make us. Make us believe that we can't be better than what we've been through. But struggles and pain only last for a few seconds. And bad times don't last forever, but our spirit does. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather be a dope vibe and a dope spirit than be a dead person and still be living. Dope often referred to something addicting. That was what she was. Much like the THC, the THC, TLC from HER always made you feel better about being YOU. Yeah, you, boo. That's true. And after all the failures, what can I say about you? Stop trying to ride the wave with no help. Stop bringing down others without the perception of who you are as yourself. Dope. Dealing with the opposite of positive energy in the everyday environment. <laughs> now, I think dope means don't ever allow others to put the sorry of the construction sign on my existence. She is dope. You can be she. But first being dope, I have to be better than the old me. I am she. She is her. I am me. D-O-P-E. Bitch, I'm dope. <laughs>